What's up, y'all? Wasagi. Wasagi Sana, I'm back. Um, you know, I want to thank everybody that's been supporting me. The jump, um, you know, be getting great feedback. And part of why you see me at my face again is because a lot of people say I should bring back the video. Um, of course, the Google podcast, all the podcast uh, platforms, I'm going to have my my podcast on there still after this show. You know, you can still hear what I'm talking about right now in video on there. But definitely want to bring back the video. So much to talk about in the NBA uh, and the NFL as well. Um, so much going on in the world. Um, I definitely want to say uh, for the people in Texas, um, we're praying for you guys. I know you guys were hit hard with that storm. Um, and everybody else, even around, you know, even in Chicago, we got hit with like almost two feet of snow. And we're still getting more snow. So I just want everybody to stay safe. Uh, continue to, you know, check up on loved ones. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough time right now. So continue, everybody stay safe. But, you know, to get to it, you know, we're going to get right into it. You know, we're going to talk about the NBA, the starters. They were dropped on Thursday. Um, I'm going to start off the East. The East back starting guards are going to be Bradley Bill and Kyrie Irving. Very excited. Front court players, you have Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Kevin Durant. Um, with Kevin Durant being your captain. In the West, <clears throat> in the West, you have your two starting guards, Steph Curry and Luka Doncic. Um, your front court players, you have Jorkic, I mean, um, Jorkic from Denver. You have LeBron James for the Lakers. And you have Kawhi Leonard from the Clippers. Um, I think that's a great roster. Um, and LeBron being the captain, of course. Um, again, being a leading go-getter, um, I just want to say that is LeBron's, this is LeBron's 17th. I'm going to repeat it again. This is LeBron's 17th straight all-star start. Um, it's amazing, man. I just want to continue to say how great that guy is. Um, you guys can have your debate about the GOAT. You know, I've always tell people I'm, I'm an MJ guy, but, man, LeBron is doing his thing, especially he only had like 25 days of rest or something like that. Crazy. But um, there's been some controversies, a little bit, not as much as other years of um, people getting the start and uh, being a starter. Um, one, especially in the West, a lot of people felt Damian Lillard should be a starter. Um, and I can't rebuke that at all. Um, I love Steph. I love Luka. But both both of them, Dame is over me. Dame, uh, I have Dame over both of them, not only in MVP race. But also just what he has done. Um, people don't realize Portland is fourth in the West right now. Fourth in the West. Um, they haven't had CJ McCollin for close to over a month and a half. They have not had uh, their uh, center Yorkich um, all year. Uh, not all year, but um, same, almost the same time frame. And they're not expected to come to either right before All-Star break or you. And this has been something that's been going on with Portland for a while. Like Portland for years, they've been injury. But Dame's continuing to come in day in, day out, and he's not getting his respect. Like I said, I love me some Luka. Luka's probably, right now, one of my favorite players to watch. Um, I love Steph Curry. Steph Curry's been on a tear. But if there's a person maybe that shouldn't have been on that all-star nod, maybe it's Luka. Um, it's crazy to say because Luka's almost actually a triple-double. But Dame is not getting that respect, and his team's fourth in the West. Like, that, that's something I, I feel um, was disrespectful to him. Um, but hey, you know, 50% is fan vote, 25% is player vote, and 25% is um, media vote. I think the media don't respect him as much. I think his peers respect him. The fans, of course, we know that's a pop popularity contest. Um, Dame, Dame plays in Portland, a smaller market. Um, 
Luca plays in Dallas, a little bigger market than uh, Portland, but also Luca has a whole country behind it. So um, you can see how that voting can turn out. So I think that's in the West. I didn't really see any controversy in the front court. AD, AD has not been playing like a starter this year. Um, there's even talks if he was even going to even get in the All-Star game, um, which I think is ridiculous. But, again, I'll talk about that in a few. Um, let's go in the East now. Um, Kyrie Irving, I think he's well-deserving. Um, even though he took, like, what, two, three-week hiatus or something, I think a lot of people pointed to that. Bradley Beal is the one that a lot of people are interested in. Um, and let me say this. Bradley Beal has been leading. He This is his second year in a row, averaging about 30. He's a, he's a great player. Amazing player, you know, superstar in my opinion. Um, but his team sucks. His team sucks. <laughs> it's in the simple like that. He, he can score 40 or 50, they still lose on a given night. And they have Westbrook too. Um, I really think winning, and we all know this, winning does matter. Um, I understand you, sometimes, you know, you have a team. But in Bill's point, and I respect his point of view, he wants to stay with DC. He didn't say he's refusing to get trade. He doesn't. He hasn't. He said he hasn't requested a trade. He doesn't see that. But uh, one thing I want Bill to understand: when your team is not producing, and um, you may get this offside nod last this year, but last year you didn't get that nod, and you were averaging thirty. Um, and don't be surprised if you don't get an All NBA this year. Um, when your team is losing and sucks the way they do, it's a reflection of you. And that's going to be part of what I'm going to talk about with the reserves, too. Um, there are a lot of players who are, it's, for me, it's easy to be a killer, average so many points on a bad team. But how does that transition when you get on a good team? We have seen players in the past. Um, one, for example, Kevin Love and, um, and Chris Bosh. Before they came and played with the big three, I think they were, well, Kevin Love was averaging like 25, 26, and 10, 11. Shooting like two threes a game. Came to Cleveland, numbers dipped. Um, it's, again, it's easy to play well when you're on a bad team and to show out when you're on a bad team, when you play with winners. So one day I wish, I hope Bradley Bill does um, get on the winning team and see how that does. But I think he's deserving an all-star nod. Um, you know, the only person I would... Only a few people I would probably maybe considered over him as a starter um, in the East would have been Harden. Um, of course, he's in a winning team, but it's hard to put Harden in there when you already have Kyrie in there and you have KD as a starter. That would I think that would be the first time in NBA history you would have three players on the same team being not only on the all-star team, but they're all all-star starters. So I didn't think that was going to happen. Um, Jalen Brown is my biggest one. Um, and if people don't want, haven't been watching, Jalen Brown – is hoping. Yeah, he's not averaging 30, but his team is his team is top three in the East, top four in the East. Um he's hoping. And not to again, not to take away anything from Bradley Bill. Um I love him as a player. I think he should have been an all-star last year. Still think he should have been an all-star this year, but um, I want people to understand what goes into the voting, especially now with the coaches now with reserve. Uh because it brings me to my next topic with the reserves. Like I'm predicting my reserves and um it's funny because shout out to Mike, um, my, my boy Mike, um, oh, Mike O in my fantasy basketball group. Um, we actually just put a bet on this. I bet it $100 that Zach Levine is not going to get an all-star nod by the coaches. And I, it's not that I don't think he deserves it because Zach Levine is almost averaging 30. He's 
with five assists and five rebounds. That's a great numbers. The Bulls are just outside the playoff pitchers. They're, um, I think they're ninth in East right now, which will be qualified kind of for they'll be the first team to do the playing game. But again, it goes back to winning records. Um, you have, you know, people in front of him who are well deserving of it. You know, I had this debate about Ben Simmons and him. Um, the reason why Ben Simmons will make the All Star team over um, over Zach Levine, or not, if, even if it's not uh, Ben Simmons or Tobias Harris. The Sixers are number one in the East. There's no way you're not going to give the Sixers two All-Stars. Brooklyn is number two in the East, and they're more than likely going to get three All-Stars. So you're, you have to give Philly a second All-Star automatically. Some people may think they even deserve three. I won't be surprised, I won't be surprised if the coaches vote in both Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons. I would not be surprised at all. But... I don't think it's going to happen, but one of them is going to get in. So you have, and Ben Simmons considered a guard. You have seven slots remaining left in the All-Star team. So my All-Star reserves that I was telling Mike about, I don't think Zach Levine deserves a nod over James Harden. No. James Harden is, his first game was like 30 and like 11. Since he's been with Brooklyn, he's been leading the league in assists. And he's still averaging like 20-something. Shooting well efficiently. That's how I've probably seen James Harden shoot in a while. Um, he's not going to make it over Jalen Brown, a two-way player who's averaging about 24. Um, great on defense. He's probably going to be all-team defense at some first or second team. Um, so that's that's two guards already. And then Ben Simmons. A lot of people, This is that's the debate because Ben Simmons doesn't score as much as um, – doesn't score as much as um, Zach Levine. I don't even think Ben Simmons has averaged 20 points in the NBA so far. Which, I, you know, I understand, but the game is more – the game is more than scoring. Um, ben Simmons is leaving the, leading the league in defensive win shares and defensive rating. Um, I think he's my front runner for defensive player of the year. Um, that's just my opinion. I thought he made he should have probably won it last year. Um, if there was anybody to win it over um, AD AD or Giannis, it would I, I thought it should have been Ben. He should be more considered for it. Um, but that's already three guys already. And again, it's not me thinking Zach Levine is not an all-star. Zach Levine, I think, in the last month is leading the league in fourth quarter points, which is very impressive. Again, I believe Zach Levine is an all-star, but it goes back to my point, like I was saying about Bradley Bill. You already have Bradley Bill in the all-star game, and he's coming from one of the worst teams, in not only in the East, but in the league. So what message are we sending? So... You put Zach Levine there, yeah, they're in the playoffs, but it's still, again, not a great team. Again, it's easier to show certain qualities when you're not playing on a good team versus when you play on a and – I, and it's not to take anything away from Zach Levine. I think he's definitely a number two star on a championship team. I don't think he's a number one, and that's not taking anything away from him because there's only probably like five or six number one players on championship teams um, in the league. So – He's definitely on a short list of number two players, and I think he's better than a lot of options. I, I would, if I was Milwaukee, actually, I would trade Militant for Zach Levine right now. I'm not a Militant fan. I'm not a Chris Militant fan, and I, you know, some people would say, oh, his game don't, his, yeah, he should, but he's not that, he's not, it's not effective. As I, I think Zach Levine would be a much complimentary player to Giannis. But, again, it's not taking anything for Zach Levine. If he made the All-Star team, I'll be happy for him. I think he deserves it. So it's not mean that he's not well-deserved. I just feel there's other more well-deserving guys in the um, 
in the East, and especially on winning their teams. And then you get to the front court players, you still have um, <clears throat> you still have somebody like Jason Tatum who's going to get in there for sure. <laughs> going to get in there easily. Um, then you have another player like, you know, I've been hearing Bam from Miami. Um, Miami's been coming up and up now. Um, I think you have to also look into the Pacers, the Pacers, Sabonis. Um, he's having a great season. I think he should get a nod too in the Pacers number five in the East. Um, then you still have you still have to come down the line. Um, you still have other players that you could put in there. So it's going to be tough for him to get in there. Um, I think that, of course, if somebody gets hurt, um, he should be one of the front players. Another player that's actually, you know, I, I maybe would maybe take Zach this year over him because their teams are identical records. But, again, the game's having happened in Atlanta. Trey Young. Trey Young's having not, not a Trey Young year, but he's still doing very well. And they have the same record as the Bulls. And, again, like I said, the game's in Atlanta. So does that give, you know, a nod in, you know, most more coaches see Trey Young play. So, um, like I said, it's going to be a very interesting all-star voting. Um, I don't think Militant should get in. I'll be very upset if Chris Militant gets into the all-star game again this year. I think you gave him this too. Let him go about his business. Um, he's doing decent this year, but I don't think he's well-deserving all-star nod, especially now that actually Milwaukee just won their first game out of in six games yesterday um, to the Thunder. Um, and I know Drew Holiday has been out because of COVID protocols, but this is the time when Chris Milton needs to be stepping up. They lost five in a row, um, and they needed help. And you can see now, you know, Giannis doesn't get as much as the help he needs when he needs that critical moment. So, like I said, I think Zach Levine is a very well-deserving player in the East. He gets in, hey, Mike, I'll give you $100. You know, I'll, I'll say I'm wrong. I'll actually come up on Saggy Center and say I'm wrong. But if he, I don't still see it. So we'll see on Thursday. In the West, of course, the number one player that should be already in there in reserve. I Damian Lillard, easy. <laughs> He's in there. Um, Paul George, I definitely think Paul George deserves an all-star nod this year. Um, in this team, I think definitely Donovan Mitchell um, is going to get in there. They're number one in the in the West, number one in the NBA. Um, I think Rudy Gobert will get in there. If it, was, if it was in my opinion, I don't think Rudy Gobert should be in there just because he doesn't carry a lot of offensive load. He doesn't have to, unlike other guys like AD and two-way, you know, forwards in the league. Um, so I, I think Rudy was going to get in there just because of what the coaches are going to do. Um, and they're, they're going to have to, they're going to have to gift him. They're going to have to gift um, Utah at least two All-Stars, I believe, this year. I believe um, AD is going to get in there. I know a lot of people are saying AD is not AD this year, and of course he's not. Um, I think AD is averaging like just under 24 and eight rebounds, about eight, nine rebounds. But about his assist is up a little bit. Um, still shooting about 50% for the field, but his his game, I, I think he's been slowly coming back in. He's still one of the, I think, top five, top ten in defensive win shares and defensive rating in the league. So, again, he's doing that on both ends. So that's part of my reason with Rudy. He, You know, AD still has to carry offensive load. I don't know when did 24 and eight did 24, 8, and 9, or whatever, is not all-star numbers. It's just up to the standard. It's not MVP numbers for AD. Um, but I think he's going to get in there, but they're eventually going to – of course, he can't play in the game, so they're going to they're going to probably replace him with somebody else. Um, but I think he should get the nod just to get the recognition because uh, he deserves it. And the Lakers are second in the West right now. 
So they definitely deserve two teams. If Utah's gonna get two two players, and more than likely the Clippers gonna get two players who is just who are just right behind them. I think the Lakers deserve two players. They used to have teams like the Sun. The Suns, the Suns deserve one of them definitely needs to be in there. Chris Paul or Devin Booker. In my opinion, both should be in there. Um Chris Paul, like I said, I would apologize for everybody that for my Chris Paul take in the in past in uh, past years, two years ago when I was really hard on Chris Paul. Chris Paul is great, man. Um and what he's done for the Phoenix Suns, turning them around, I love it. So I think he deserves a nod. Um also think um Booker deserves a nod. And you're just going down the West, I think um, you're going to have other guys that will get consideration. Uh, Christian Wood was somebody I thought, if Christian Wood didn't actually get injured, I would have put him over AD actually in the offline. And that's the only person I would put over AD um, in the West. Um, just because the way Christian Wood has been playing, um, lights out, but he's been hurt for almost a month now, a few weeks now. So I don't think he's going to get a nod. And plus, Houston's been on the skid now, um, which should help him his case, but we all know it's not. So, um, yeah, so those are my all-star reserves. Um, again, it's not taken away from anybody. I think Charles Barkley, and Charles Barkley hit on the head. He said um, winning does factor in. It's not just about going out there and putting up a whole bunch of points and then your team's still losing. You know, winning does matter. Um, but he said a ridiculous comment by saying that, um, <clears throat> said a ridiculous comment by saying that Jordan Carson deserves an all-star not over AD. Jordan Carson's having a, a great season, probably six man of the year right now. After like 18 and, so, and such, but he's not a starter. He doesn't have to hold a lot of a lot of offensive weight like AD. So that doesn't really make sense to me, Charles, but hey, whatever. You have somebody else like De'Aaron Fox who may, may get a nod. So the West is kind of more, way more harder um, because you have a lot of deserving guys than in the East. Um, this is why I believe that. I believe in NBA rosters anywhere you do have you're they do have 15 players on the roster anywhere on a regular NBA team. I was an all-star team of 15 players, so I think they need to stay on the rosters a little bit. But hey, man, you know, like I said, um, was going back to the Zach Levine point. If he makes it, he makes it. He doesn't, you know. I'm just giving facts. Um, what I know based off of past voting and things like that. Um, winning does matter. Sometimes they'll put somebody that averages 10 points less than somebody in there over somebody that's averaging 30 just because of a winning team. They did that to Bradley Beal last year. He got in because he's a starter now. So, and like I said, we should see. So, um, go from there. Um, to kind of move forward about this a little bit, um, you know, we'll kind of now I'm going to piggyback on the All Star game itself. Um, it's supposed to be, I believe. Not mistaken, the weekend of March fifth or the weekend of March twelfth. Um, yeah, one of those weekends. But um, I don't agree with the NBA doing this game, especially in Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta's mayor was very worried that the parties is going to be surrounded. And of course, it's something the NBA can't control and even her control because people are going to do what they want to do. But um, I usually don't disagree with the NBA on a lot of things, but this one I disagree on about one it being a pandemic. Two, a lot of these players, they barely even get chances to stay home with their family. So you're telling them they have to leave for a day and a half, be stuck in a hotel room in a prime COVID city. Um, on top of that, a lot of them love partying. And you're telling them they have to sit in a hotel in a party city um, and just overnight and then come in the morning and play, you know, get ready to play a game. That's a lot. I don't think you're taking account of their feelings. Um, I think this is definitely about money. Um, 
I know I saw Adam Silver's interview with um, with ESPN the other day, and he talked about, of course, it's going to be, it's always going to come with controversy. Um, but the one thing I I do want you to understand, Mr. Commissioner, and I'm I'm a big fan of yours. Um, you also have to take account of your player safety. I think uh, Kenny brought up a good point, and it was on TNT. My bad. It was um, TNT. He did the interview. But Kenny brought up a good point when he was talking to the commissioner about, so you have about, you're going to have the top 24 to 26 players, whatever, with the slam dunk, whatever, in the same in the same city, on the hot zone, and the top coaching staff. And then you're going to send them out to like their markets, almost 30 markets. One person tests positive. You're talking about contract tracing for your top 24 players in the in the NBA, how worth it is it? And that's what Kenny was saying. And I guess the commissioner was saying, well, attendance for the All-Star game only really accounts for about 1% or 2% of what the, um, the NBA sees. That most of it is from the global. So they wanted to get their global fans something to watch. And I understand that, but I think sometimes we have, we have to take account your own player safety. Your own, like, this is a, this is a risk because... Say one of them gets, and, and you know, now you, you're pushing, you already have to push back games, postpone games into the second half of the season. Um, that's, that's, that's a big, that's going to be a big issue. That's going to be a big issue and it's something to watch for. And I hope um, it works out, um, you know, knowing the NBA, it, it's probably going to work out, but hope it doesn't come back to bite them um, for them just being too big-headed. Um, but again, I don't believe that it should have been in Atlanta. If they really want to do this game, I would just send all of them back to Orlando, put them in a bubble, let their families come with them. Let it be a weekend thing. You at least they have the Disney resorts. They bring their kids, their daughters, their sons with them. So, it's, it, I think the NBA dropped the ball a little bit by not making it, you know, a family event like how they it used to be. Um, but hey, you know, it is what it is. Um, they they they're gonna do the game, and the players' association agreed to it. Um, Chris Paul, you know, like I said, I was just talking about Chris Paul's an all-star, but this is something I just definitely disagree with him. I don't even think he really talked to any, a lot of his star players about this because all of them have been saying they don't care really about this all-star game from LeBron James to Kevin Durant to Giannis. Um, it doesn't just make sense. They'd rather be, especially somebody like LeBron. The man has had barely 30 days of rest and, you know, been away from his family. He went on a road trip for like, I think a seven-game road trip. Um, I think LeBron would rather just want to be at home in L.A. just relaxing. So, again, hey, it is what it is. The NBA decided they're going to do that. They got to do what they got to do sometimes. So, but um, just moving forward, um, I think that it's going to be a good game. I think how they're going to – how they're supposed to do it is going to be a one-day event. You're going to have three-point contest and skill contest right before the game. Um, which I don't understand the skill contest. I don't really think people really watch it too much, but three-point contest, I understand. I believe already Damian Lillard already said he'll be in the three-point contest. Won't be surprised if both of the Curry brothers are in the three-point contest as well. Um, and then you're going to have the game, and then the, all, and then the dunk contest is during halftime. Now, I understand doing the dunk contest at halftime, but one thing about the dunk contest, it hasn't been that good in years. Um, of course, we had good dunkers recently, like Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon, but... I think that the days of when we had, it would have been really cold if we could have had, like, you know, prime being in that dunk contest right now during halftime and things like that. I think you're going to have somebody like Zion Williamson in the dunk contest. 
Um, and that's another person I think he's going to get. He's going to get in as a reserve. I'm sorry, I did not say your name, Zion. You are going to get in as a reserve. You deserve it this year. Um, but yeah, Zion, Zion will probably be in the dunk contest. Um, I, I, I don't know if y'all saw Anthony Edwards dunk. Um, I'm, a, I'm probably gonna play it, play it during this. But you know, yeah. Actually, we're gonna play it now. Go ahead, play. It. Ooh, they were lucky that wasn't turned over. Oh, Anthony that was a nasty, nasty dunk. He does finish. Ooh. Ooh, that was nasty. With the exclamation point. The game, um, to finish up the game, um, second half. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it goes well. Nobody gets COVID. Um, everybody goes home safely. They're supposed to be flying at private planes in anyway. So we'll see. Um, to shift focus. Um, something happened in NFL this week. As we all know, a few weeks ago, um, Jared Goff was traded to Detroit while Matthew Sanford went to L.A. Then Tom Brady won his seventh, seventh Super Bowl. Um, and then now, another domino just fell. Um, Carson Wentz got traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Eagles didn't really get anything for Wentz, to be honest. Um, I think just... But, hey, you know, if there's a place where he can succeed and I really want him to go to the Colts because I did not want him in the Bears, um, it was just going to be another bad idea. It was going to be another Jay Culler situation. <laughs> if, we, if we got Carson Wentz, another Jay Culler situation. I think if there's anybody that can fix this man, it's Frank Wright, um, the coach, uh, head coach. When Carson Wentz was having the MVP season, that was his um, offensive coordinator. And to be honest, the Colts have, like, one of the best offensive lines in the league, so if he can now, he's gonna have protection on that blind side. If he cannot succeed in this system, that man is just cooked. Um, so I'm, I'm wishing him well. Um, I think it worked out with both sides for the Eagles. Now you have to decide what you're gonna do if Jalen Hurts is your man. But the Eagles, I feel, is just a total rebuild now. Um, they just have to tear it down and rebuild again. It's just been a lot. Um, you need to bring back some type of good culture in there. Um, as for the coach, you'll see. Uh, for the coach, you'll see what happens. So. Now for my Bears. Thank you for not getting Carson Wentz. But it's time to talk about something serious. Deshaun Watson. The Bears have been rumored as a team that could go all in for him. And let me tell you this, Bears, right now. You messed up once by drafting Mitchell Trubisky and trading up. Let me tell you this right now. Matt Jones is a decent quarterback out of Alabama. But if you trade up, to go and get Matt Jones or any other court, any quarterback in this draft besides Trevor Lawrence, maybe Justin Fields, we're going to have problems. If you're going to trade anything and you want to go all in, put everything on the table, send, you're going to send the Colin, this, that, and third, three first rounders and for Watson and influence him to come to Chicago. Because we have a team now that could win. Allen Robinson wants to come back. So you can bring back Allen Robinson. You still have a dominant defense. And there's even rumor J.J. JJ Walt might end up coming to Chicago because his wife does coach a soccer team out here and she's been influenced and she loves Chicago. So it's, it's a chance he may be here too. And so you go all in for Watson. I know you Bears, you guys don't like black quarterbacks. But let's stop this now. Let's stop this. Like this man is an MVP candidate. He can win MVP. 
Watson will win us a Super Bowl, and I'm tired of being with losers. I'm telling you this right now. You're going to do something stupid at quarterback position, and I'm going to trade in my fan card. I've had enough. The Bears are the only team in Chicago I've not given up on. Everybody knows me. I've given up on the Bulls. I've given up. Shit. I don't care. You call me what you want. A bandwagon fan with other Chicago teams when they're doing well. But the Bears, I've stuck through since I've been a Bears fan. The up and down, the Rex Grossman days, the Jay Cullen days. We haven't had a quarterback. So, I'm telling you, Bears, don't do it. Do not be stupid. Go and get the Sean Watson. Do what you got to do. If, if it becomes available, do it. I don't even, at this point, if we have to trade Khalil Mack as part of the trade, you trade Khalil Mack. Yes, I said it. You trade Khalil Mack. You go and get the Sean Watson. Go and get him. Um, he's, he's, he's an amazing quarterback. Amazing, amazing, amazing talent. Um, and I think that he's been taken for granted. Houston has used him very uselessly. I know I talked to my little brother about it, uh, TJ. He mentioned Dallas Cowboys. Would they, uh, they, they would trade Dak Prescott and, um, and get Deshaun Watson. But the, I, 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 he said from a football standpoint, that's, that's why he thinks it should happen. Because they have the, um, the Cowboys have a good offensive team, which I agree. But... What I'm going to disagree with him about is I don't. Deshaun Watson has a no trade clause. Deshaun, part of the reason why Deshaun Watson wants to be traded is because he want he doesn't want to just shut up and just play football. Dak Prescott, all he does in with the Dallas Cowboys, especially Jerry Jones being his owner and GM, is shut up and play football. He's been a good boy to Jerry. He even when Jerry came out said things about Kaepernick, uh, uh, best players kneeling in the flag, did not understand. He stuck by that man. Deshaun Watson is not that type of player. And that's where I don't think why Deshaun, Deshaun would end up in Dallas. Because Jerry has a control. And, you know, he has a control that he cannot, he does not want to give up. Especially, I don't think, to a black quarterback. And he, you can see what he's doing with Dak right now. Who knows if he will respect Deshaun. He should respect Deshaun more, but I don't think Deshaun's going to end up there. I just don't. I just don't see it. Um, if he does, it will be great. It will be great for, for Jerry because he'll probably get his ring before he dies. But I just don't see it's going to happen. Um, but for Jerry, go and pay Dak Prescott. Stop being stupid, man. Go and pay that man. Please. Stop being the man. Please give the man his money. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. But back to, you know, the Bears, please go ahead. If What you got to do, if you got to tra trade me, go ahead and trade me. Please get the Sean Watson, please. Um but yeah, man, you know, a lot of things is going on. So hopefully things are going to, you have the new league year coming up. Um, so we're going to definitely know more as it comes. But like I was saying, like, man, you know, a lot going on in sports. Um, my last topic I wanted to talk about today, um, and this is going to be my last take, uh, the soggy take, is about the goats of all goats. Um, and there's been a lot of debate. A lot of people have said Serena Williams is actually the goat of all goats, which not that taking uh, taking away from Serena, I think she's a top three, even maybe a top four goat of uh, goat. She's definitely the goat of her her profession, men or women. Period. That's just me. No matter men or women tennis, you it's not you don't get better than Serena Williams. But to say she's the goat of all goat over somebody like Muhammad Ali, even LeBron James, Michael Jordan, I think that. Mm, Man, you're, you're, you're getting a slippery slope. Um, 
You know, I love Serena, and I, I don't want anybody to think because she's a woman, I'm saying she can't beat Dakota Lagos. No, that's not what I'm saying. Um, what I'm explaining is, one, she plays an individual sport um, where you have all the control. It's very more impressive to me when somebody, especially in basketball, even football, like Tom Brady, you have to depend on other guys, but you're still able to get there and win. Um, that's a big thing for me. Um, and Serena plays an individual sport. She does well in doubles, too, so let me not say that, but in my opinion, she's not the goat of all goats, and she just lost again to the um, young girl. Um, this is actually the third time, man, because Serena is going for her record. Every time she's going for the record Grand Slam, that girl has stopped her the last three times, so um, we don't even know. Serena may retire, actually. Um, she was really emotional after that loss, so we just got to see, but uh, like I said, she's great. Um, she's a goat of her own. I just don't think she's the goat of all goats, um, but yeah, I want to thank everybody again for joining me again on Saji Center. Um, again, I want to pray for everybody in Texas and around the world that's going through a lot of weather issues. Um, you know, with you guys, please reach out to people you love out there. Make sure they're good. Make sure they're, um, they got food to eat, electricity, water. Um, we're in this together. Um, and, hey, you know, I'm so happy for everybody. Um, please, people, continue to give me the feedback. I like to get better. Um, this, if there's different things you'd like to see or just different topics, please. Um, of course, we're going to have more guests. I just wanted to just do this one video one just with me um, right now. And then uh, we're going to continue to build. So I'll catch y'all on the flip side. You know, And this is Sagi out. Bye.